0: And now, it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Hello everybody and welcome to Witness Radio, I'm your host, Ryan Muniak. Today, we've got some great audio, as in quality great audio quality because we've got a new part that has made our interviews sound so sweet. You won't want to rip your ears off after listening to the show anymore. In fact, we're going to have audio clip from before the new part and audio clip from after the new part. You're going to be able to tell the difference and you're going to sit there and you're going to say, wow, that is an amazing change. I actually don't mind listening to the show now, aside from the host we're actually going to sound somewhat professional, which is amazing because I never thought that was possible. Let us know what your thoughts are on how the audio sounds for the interviews. Go to our website, witnesstalkradio.org, witnesstalkradio.org, and leave us a message in the comments section. Also, if you have any comments or questions or concerns or complaints, anything like that, if you don't want to go to the website, just send us an email, radio at muniakfamily.com. That's radio at M-U-N-I-A-K family dot com. Also, we've got some great upcoming shows. You see, Eric Hoven interviewed with us last week. Well, in the coming weeks, we've got more interviews. I know, you guys love the witnessing clips and everything, but... Since you're actually going to listen to the show, I figured, why not edify and equip you and encourage you as well? So we've got lined up George Alvarado, the author of the Apostity book. We've got Paul Taylor, author of Don't Miss the Boat. Paul Taylor is a guy, he's worked with Answers in Genesis, he's worked with Creation Today, he's worked with with a ton of ministries. He's going to be on the show, we're going to talk about that new Noah movie with Russell Crowe, and... We're going to have somebody who's working on that other Noah movie on the show. I won't say his name, but it's pretty easy to figure out. And last but not least, I'm going to be interviewed. Well, not on this show. Berean Boys Radio. My friends Ricky Gantz and Chris Chumita have asked me to come on to their radio show and talk with them about the Ten Commandments. March 10th, make sure you listen in to them. They're... Website is BereanBoysRadio.blogspot.com. March tenth, you can go in, go and listen to them and, and me if you want to. But I also want to encourage you guys just to listen to their radio show in general. I mean, they've got a great show. They go way deeper into the scriptures than I ever think I will with my radio show. It's not that type of radio show, but theirs is great. They dig deep into theology and hermeneutics and all kinds of stuff. It's a great show to grow in your faith. So go see them at bereanboysradio.blogspot.com and make sure you listen to me on their show, March 10th. Now, let's get into the witnessing clips. I know that's what you've been waiting for. So, our first clip is The Mormons. Finally, we're talking to the Mormons, right? I know it's been forever since i since we've had this clip, and I've been wanting to throw it on the air, but other stuff has just come up so listen to the Mormons as I talk to them and hear just how eerily close to Christianity they sound well it's been a It's been a good day I've had a couple of good interviews and do we have Mormons here? Oh, I think I found some Mormons. Mormons. Oh, i got to talk to them. Got to talk to them. Hey, guys, can I talk to you on the radio for a minute? What's your name? Uh, Elder Davis. Davis? Elder Homestead. Okay. I'm going to just talk to him. Oh, you're off the phone now? I think so. So, you guys say you're elders, is that, you both, first name is Elder, or? So, it's a
1: teacher, and we're uh, missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ a lot of Latter-day Saints. Okay. So, uh, what are you guys doing here on the campus today? We are uh, part of the Campus Ministry Association, so we come in just to help promote the gospel of Jesus Christ, and help people to understand who God is, who Christ is, and how they can, um,
0: how that will help them in their life. Okay. And what, uh... uh What is that exactly, what you just said, the the gospel and and all that, what is all that? uh, Let me me put it this way, Uh, I am someone who doesn't know anything about anything you just said, explain it to me in three minutes or less.
1: Okay, so the gospel of Jesus Christ, and includes faith in Jesus Christ, knowing that he is the Son of God, and that he came here to be the Savior of the world. And then we are it's faith, repentance meaning we're willing to change and follow Christ's example to be better people, to um, be able to change so we can feel peace and joy in our life.
0: Okay, did you hear what they said? Their gospel is surrounded around being better people and getting peace and joy in your life. Doesn't that sound strangely familiar? That's right. It's the modern gospel presentation the Mormons use the same false gospel presentation as modern Christianity. They've seen how uh, fruitful, quote-unquote, it could be to bring people in, but it's unfruitful when it comes to true salvation, escaping hell, and getting into heaven. You you said uh, savior of the world, right? Yes. What is what does that mean? What is the uh, the savior? What, what's he
1: saving us from? So Jesus Christ is the savior of the world because he he took upon himself the sins of the world. God sent us here to receive a body, and and since um, then the first people were Adam and Eve. And Adam he partook of the fruit, and because of he did because he did that he was uh were able to tra- transgress, were able to sin. We have agency to choose good from evil, and to return back to God, we have to be clean. No unclean thing can dwell with God, and so Jesus Christ, He was sent here as a, the sacrifice. The um, He took upon Himself the sins of the world, every every sin, every bad thing everyone has ever done. He took upon Himself and made it possible for us to return back to God if we're willing to put faith in Him, repent, and change be baptized, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and then endure, endure to the end.
0: Uh, I'm blocking the, wind, right, by the way. Ahead, no, that's okay. So, I'm just going to turn this all way, right. if you so guys down can down kind down of turn road toward, road toward road. just sit right in front of me there. Um, so, what, uh, you know, you were talking about, uh, enduring to the end and all that. Uh, what, what do you mean by enduring to the end? The end of what?
1: So, until the end of, uh, our lives, until we die. Um. We just continue to follow Christ the best we can continue to repent. Because even though we're baptized, not, we're perfect at that point, but we're still going to make mistakes. And so we have to continue to repent and partake of the sacrament. That's why we go to, to church, partake of the sacrament. That's renewing our covenant, our promise that we make with God at baptism.
0: Okay, two things in that section. First, he said we receive a body, implying that we are all pre-incarnate beings that we existed before the beginning of the earth. That's one of their false teachings is they teach that everybody was pre-incarnate, just like Jesus was. The second thing they talked about was the works of their salvation. It was subtle, but if you listen closely, you could hear it. For example, enduring to the end. What does that mean? I asked him, and he was talking about continuing to repent. He was talking about taking sacraments. He was talking about doing different things. That's works salvation. But Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Let's compare that with the Mormon scriptures. Second Nephi 25.23 says, For we know that it is by grace that we are saved after all we can do. It sounds Christian, but those subtle points makes it a cult, makes it a false religion, and it's sending millions to hell. So what, uh, what must I do uh, to, to be saved, to, to be uh, a Mormon? Let's so just, just humble yourself? You have to
1: be able to be willing to um, accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and obey His commandments for the rest of your life. Okay.
0: So, excuse me. My, my mouth is dry because it's so cold out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it, it, it almost sounds like you guys are... Uh, are, are, are Christians but I, I was always told that uh, you guys are, are different from Christians no, we're,
2: we're very much Christian. I mean we're comp- our message and our church is completely centered on Jesus Christ because it's only through him that we're able to, to return to live in heaven again. It's only by following his commandments and doing as he did that we can
0: we can be saved. Okay, again, with the works, salvation, having to keep the commandments, and so on. But did you notice? They said that they are Christian. See, that's what they want. They want you to think that they are Christian, so that you won't have a problem with them when they come to your door and ask you to join the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or better known as the cult of Mormonism. Okay, so basically, uh, if I'm hearing you right, once I once I uh, tur- turn to Jesus... Then, then I'm saved like there do I have to do anything after that or or is that is that it like turning into Jesus and and I'm good to go so
2: we turn to Christ because it's only through him that we can be saved when Christ performed the atonement he paid the debt completely for us to to return to heaven but for an order for us to to feel at home there, we need to be heavenly. So we need to follow Christ's example by repenting and by changing so that we can we can be something better than we were. Because no unclean thing can be with God. And because we sin, we're unclean. And so it's only through obeying Christ's commandments that we can become clean again. So after we're baptized and after we accept Christ, we still need to, to change and to become better so that we can we can be clean.
0: Works, works, uh, and more works. Say I do that, uh, but then I screw up and I, I do something bad. Uh, what do I do at that point?
2: Again, it's just repentance. We're not perfect. We're not going to be perfect from a certain point in our life to the end of it. Every day we're going to make mistakes, and so every day we're asked to repent. Every day we're asked to, to be better than the day before.
0: So... What happens, uh, for example, what happens if I were to die uh, before I had the chance to repent? And
1: then you would, you would go to a place called the spirit world. And that's a place where at death, our body is separated from our spirit. So our body will stay here and our spirit will go to the spirit world. And that's a place where if you were here on earth and you followed Christ, um, you'd go to spirit paradise. It'll be a happy place. It'll be a peaceful place for you. And if you don't, And you go to spirit prison. And that's not necessarily a bad place. It's just a place where you haven't. um, You still have a lot of confusion. And you're not necessarily happy. And you don't have a lot of peace in your life. And those that weren't able. As you said that. To accept Christ as their savior. To be able to fully partake of his goodness. By entering into covenants. Then they will have that opportunity at that time. And that's what we do. We do things such as baptisms for the dead. And. Um, certain ordinances and and covenants for the dead; those are things that we can do in, the, in our temples.
0: The spirit world. What's the Bible have to say about that? Hebrews nine twenty seven says, "And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment." Did you hear the modern gospel message sneaking back in there? The peace, joy, happiness. If you if you don't repent, you're going to be in spirit prison, which isn't necessarily bad, but you're not happy and peaceful. It's a life enhancement message, just like the modern gospel. Both are false. And one last thing, baptism for the dead? What is that all about? The Mormons think that you can get out of spirit prison almost like purgatory if they do something on your behalf. Okay, so, uh, sounds like there's, uh, almost like a second chance after we die, uh, if we don't get to r- repent uh, before we die. Uh, what about, like, say someone is just out there, they're living like the devil, basically. I mean, they're, they're just a horrible, wicked human being, and then they die. Uh, do they get a second chance, too?
2: It, depen- it depends on how they've lived in this life. If they've had an opportunity here, then, then probably not. But if they haven't had the opportunity to hear Christ's gospel, then yes, they will be given that chance. So it really comes down to if they've had the chance and opportunity here to hear Christ's gospel and Christ's message. And, you know, God's the ultimate judge of that, on whether or not they had the full opportunity um, during their mortal life to hear His gospel and to to have that opportunity to accept
0: it. Alrighty. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for talking with me. Uh, My mouth is... It, it's not wanting to work right. Before I go, give you each one of my cards here. So I left them with my card, aka gospel tracks, and I went on my way. It was a very enlightening conversation that I had. I didn't realize just how closely Mormons sounded to Christians. But then again, Satan's always been good at deceiving by subtlety. For example, in the Garden of Eden, he just posed a question. Did God really say? And that caused a seed of doubt. You see, Satan isn't against religion. He's just against the truth of the gospel. Can I talk to you on the radio for a second? Come on over. What's your name? Patience. One more time. Patience. Patience. Okay, be patient with me now. Uh... uh I just threw myself off with my own joke. Okay, so, uh, patients, what, what are you here on the campus today for?
3: I am on campus because I just got back from the rec center and went to check see if my car was locked. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so you're a student here on the campus. Where, where is it you're about to be uh, heading? What are you doing?
3: Going to go back to Schneider so I can shower.
0: Gotcha. I'll make sure to breathe through my mouth so that I don't have to smell you. So, uh, anyway, patients, we're, we're asking people on the campus uh, a couple of questions Quick questions that uh, aren't normally asked. So the first question is, do you consider yourself to be a good person? Yes, I do. Okay, patience, I'm gonna take you through a quick test. First one, how many lies have you told in your whole life?
3: Probably a lot.
0: Okay, what do you call someone who tells probably a lot of lies? A liar. Very good. Uh, I'm actually gonna adjust here just for the wind. Uh, So, patience, next question, have you ever stolen anything, even something small?
3: Mm, Does something from my sister's room count?
0: Did you take it without permission and not paying for it? Yes. Then yes, that
3: counts. (laughs) Yes, I have then.
0: Okay, what do you call someone who steals? A stealer? No, those are the guys in Pittsburgh. We'll, We'll try it one more time, and I won't tell the Bengals. A thief. Very good. Okay, patience, last question. Have you ever used God's name as a curse word? Yes. Okay, that one's called blasphemy. So patience... I'm going to add up the score here, ask you three questions. You've admitted to me that you're a liar, a thief, and a blasphemer. That means you're not a good person, so you failed the test. Uh, but uh, what I used for that test was the Ten Commandments. Are you familiar with those at all?
3: Mm-hmm, yes. Okay.
0: Not all of them. Not all Okay. Well, three of them we just went through, and you broke broken those three. And the Bible says that God is going to judge us. Uh, on a day of judgment, and he's going to use his standard of perfection, the Ten Commandments. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that see, that's kind of the problem. We all are. We're all in trouble. Uh, the Bible actually says that there are none good. That, that's why I started with that question to see if you would be good enough to take the test, and you pass that part. So uh, patience. Uh, the Bible actually says that. Um, We're all going to be punished That the punishment is an eternity in a lake of fire A place called hell Does it concern you that you would end up there if you were to die today?
3: Uh, No it does not Because I am not for sure If that's actually going to happen So I'm just going to live my life And have a great time while I know exactly what's going to happen here
0: Okay. Do you know when you're going to die? Nope Okay I so, could
3: die right before I get the Schneider
0: <laughs> Right you, 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 you could die from the stench of your own body I could Not, not that she's yeah, not, happened before. not that she's really stinky I'm just trying to mess with patients here She's been very patient with me So uh, patients Not knowing whether or not something is real Doesn't mean you shouldn't be concerned about it I mean for example If I wasn't sure that trucks existed And I ran out into the middle of the street It wouldn't matter would it no. I I could still be hit by a truck that I'm not sure I believe in. Mm-hmm. So, knowing that, if hell is real, and if God judges you on Judgment Day, you know that you're guilty, we just went through the test, would you want to know how to escape hell? No. No? Why not?
3: Guys, uh, when I was a little kid and I would get in trouble, I'd be putting time out. That was my my consequence for doing something bad. If uh, hell is an if, so if I'm going to do bad things on earth, but, you know, at least enjoy my life and not be suffering here, then I'll take my consequence. I'll take my punishment.
0: So, had... They don't get
3: out a free card for little kids. They don't say, oh, mommy, here, I'll bake you a cake. Oh, good, you're out of punishment. You did something bad, you're going to sit your time out. And even if time out means forever. Bring it on.
0: Okay. Well, you know, uh, I've actually got a couple of little ones at home, you know, and and when they do do bad things, I I do go to punish them, but you know, there there is uh, you know, I I am able to forgive them, you know, and, you know, sometimes I I let them go free, you know, even though they deserve to be punished. And What God did for you was... uh, Sorry, that's my phone going off. Where's that button? There it is. Okay, so God did something for you and for all of us so that we could be forgiven of the wrong things we've done and He could let us go free. Instead of going to hell, we could go to heaven. Would you be interested at all in wanting to know how to do that?
3: Probably not. It's still a big if...
0: Okay. Well, Patience, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today, Um, and uh, go take your shower. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't share the gospel with Patience because the gospel would have been foolishness to her. You see, she had no sorrow for her sin. She had no understanding of the horrible state that she was in, the severity of her situation. You know, 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. She didn't even have worldly grief. She was one of those who say, Eat, drink, be merry, for tomorrow we die. She didn't care, and that's a shame. All right, guys, what are you here for?
4: We are here for Talk App Epsilon. We're a fraternity on campus. Okay,
0: uh... I did not understand a word you just uh, said. Science. Say that one more time. What is it? We're here for Talk Kappa Epsilon. We're a fraternity on campus. Okay, you're a fraternity. Okay, so what are you guys doing here right now?
4: Uh, we are recruiting. We're looking for more guys to join us. Uh, we're also giving out some free Rockstar.
0: Free Rockstar. Okay, so you guys, uh, you guys do a lot of Rockstar things at the cam- at your uh, fraternity.
4: We are the uh, on-campus rep for Rockstar. Um, we are in charge of spreading the word of Rockstar uh, throughout the campus um, and, and the general sense of that. Okay.
0: So uh, since you're the rep for it, 10 seconds or less, why should I drink a Rockstar?
4: You should drink Rockstar because it has spirit flavor uh, and first most. Uh, it also has the better balance of sugar. Uh, it doesn't have too much sugar. Uh, it's just a, it's a more quality drink.
0: More quality drink. Okay. So uh, what are your guys' names, by the way?
4: Uh, my name's Dylan. Uh, My name is Tommy. Josh. All righty.
0: I'm going to talk to you for a minute. All right, so uh, why should someone join your your fraternity? Well, we're not like
5: most fraternities. We uh, we are a small, close-knit group, so uh, everyone knows each other's name. We don't have a huge house like most fraternities, so uh, we're kind of redefining what fraternity is, and uh, we're just a group of brothers uh, making each other better men for a better world.
0: Okay, so do you guys uh, have any like uh, moral background or anything, or religious background that you guys use to make each other better? Um, yeah, uh,
5: we do. Uh, for a world. Yeah, we do. We uh, like I said, we are making each other better men for a better world. Um, one of our um, primary symbols. Uh, we do have a bit of a biblical background. Um, so uh, yeah, the the primary thing is we use all our religious and moral things to make each other better men for a better world.
0: Okay. Well, last question for you guys before I go: uh, Do you consider yourselves pretty good people?
5: Uh yeah. I think uh, since our goal is making better men for a better world, that uh, each day we uh, go out into the world and try and put give something back to it. Um, so I would say, yeah, we are better. We're we're pretty good men. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, we are, be- we are good people. We have uh, very strong morals that we like to follow, and we also are constantly looking to self-improve, which uh, for us is the definition of being good men, just trying to be better every day. Okay. And what about you, sir? Uh,
4: I personally spend a lot of energy uh, helping and build other people. Uh, that's one of the things that I like to pursue. I feel like if I can make somebody better, that makes myself better uh, through that.
0: Alrighty, Guys, thank you so much. Romans chapter 3 says, none is righteous, no not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together, they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. What are your names? Um, Jacob? Jacob? Aaron. Jacob and Aaron, okay. Jacob and Aaron, you're with the Cincinnati Rowing Club, uh, here on the UC campus. In 30 seconds or less, Convince me to join the the, the club. Why, why would I want to uh, go rowing?
6: All right, you would want to join this this club, this community, this family because we are all united. We're all together. Um, it, it's it's great to get you up, get you motivated, get you going in the morning. It uh, it definitely helps you with time management. It helps you develop relationships with people, and uh, it's just a great experience to add to your college. Okay.
0: But. I don't like using my arms a lot. You know, I'm kind of lazy. Well, what, what would you have to say to me about that?
4: Well, that's great because rowing is actually more with your legs. People think it's with your arms, but you actually push off with more your legs. Your arms is the last thing you do in a, while you're technically
0: rowing, if you're rowing correctly. Okay, so then I can sit there and, and push with my legs, and, and I would actually get to be lazy while rowing.
4: Well, it's not technically you're being lazy. You're using, you're using a lot of strength into your legs. It's just all basically leg work, which is really great for, like, athletes who still want to stay in shape. We have a bunch of different... We have swimmers. We have football players. We range from dancers to people who are in marching bands. It's a great way for anyone to get in shape. It's a lot of fun. It's, like, a difficult workout, but at the same time, you're having fun.
0: Okay. That sounds cool. So, uh, what... Um what would someone have to do to, to find out more information about the rowing club
6: all right to find out more information about the rowing club go to campuslink.com search up clubs we're right on there look up rowing go into the intramural Club section and uh, we'll be right on there sign up sign up for the text sign up for the emails and uh, there you'll see our president you'll see our coaches all their emails shoot them an email and they will they will definitely get back to you Okay.
4: Or uh, you can come to TUC, uh, right outside TUC. We're here till three o'clock, and you can actually meet people who are actually on the
0: team and get more information from actual rowers. Okay. And uh, if they if they were to go to any of your any of your meetings, would they get to meet the uh, radio personalities that they're t- that I'm talking with today?
6: Yes, they'd be able to get to meet both of us. Were they
4: definitely will be able to meet us. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wonderful. Thank you guys so much for talking Thank to me. You. One more question before I go: uh, Do you guys consider yourselves to be good people?
6: Yeah, so I consider myself to be a good person.
0: I consider myself
4: to be a good person as well.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, thank you guys so much. You know, sometimes you just gotta have some fun while you're out there witnessing. And that's kind of what I was doing with these people. But I still wanted to find out if they thought they were good people. The Bible says that almost everyone will proclaim their own goodness. And these two were of no exception. Of course, I did give them gospel tracts before I left. So now that you've heard the better audio quality, do you think we're FM radio quality? Broadcast quality? You see, I've got an opportunity to get onto an FM radio station here in Cincinnati, but I'm not sure if it's God's will that that happened. So would you please pray with us as we determine whether or not it's God's will? We're not asking for your money or anything like that. We just, we want you to pray so that God would make it clear to us whether or not we should do that, whether we should venture into FM radio. There would be more time, but there would also be more cost. So, we want to make sure that we're doing the right thing before we just jump into the opportunity before us. I want to thank you all so much for listening, and remember WitnessTalkRadio.org is the website. Go there for more information about the show, and you can email us radio at com. Radio at M-U-N-I-A-K Family.com Thank you so much. May God bless you as you proclaim the truth of his gospel.